1: hey everybody welcome to another episode of og therapy and i got one of my ogs today with me k scott what's up, K?
0: what's going on long time no talk i'm glad that everything is going well with you i know you haven't mentioned it out in the public but i'm just happy you're doing good
1: yeah yeah well the the last episode i did solo by myself i mentioned a little bit that for some reason september is not my friend i need to take the month of september off every month of september i get sick mm. But then the last couple of years, October, November, December, January, February, March, those haven't been good either. So Mm. I think I made a glass. My doctor, who's a friend of mine, he says I have a terminal case of wussitis. I looked it (laughs) up. I can't i don't think that's a a real definition so i'm gonna have to check with the medical board see if if it wasn't my friend i might take that personal
0: yeah he said (laughs) what's
1: yeah or but it turns out i do have long covid and a bunch of other health issues so anyways but thanks man i appreciate it but yeah man now it's fall time it's september it's time to go and uh especially a month like this it's such a it's the start of fall obviously Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you know, it's also a heavy month because this is a month that's been designated as Suicide Prevention Month. Yes. And so I just did a little PSA last episode. And so um, if you guys haven't uh, checked that out, go and check that out. And it's a little plug for the speaking engagement I'm doing this Saturday, Saturday here locally called the Fight Like a Mother Conference um this Saturday at 9 a.m at uh, Salt Lake Community College Larry H Miller uh campus area so if you haven't signed up for that go to uh Instagram and look at fight like a mother or go to my last podcast we have it posted on there a little link so you can sign up come to that conference It will not be uh, a waste of time in fact it'll be the opposite of waste of time it'll be a great chance mm-hmm. for parents to get ideas and inside information from real professionals and people who are boots on the ground, who are working with youth and, and mental health and stuff like that. So definitely it's going to me, amazing conference. If you don't have any plans or if you kind of are on the fence with plans, choose this instead. Okay? Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into a question. We got a question. This was actually a question. Uh, Kenneth and I answered a couple weeks ago. Problem was my computer um, crapped out in the middle of the episode. So I <laughs> didn't save it or like the end of the episode didn't save it, but let's just go, go and run computer. it back and give you a quick one here. And then we'll be back to our normal recording schedule. We'll have at least a couple episodes every week Mm -hmm. for you guys out there. So, um, and also too, we got some speaking engagements for Kenneth and I, some things the OG therapy team will be doing. So we'll be announcing those on the podcast as well. So let's jump into this question. The question is, and this is from a real life teenager. Okay. And we got, actually, this was an older one. We got this one last year, but um, just went through all of our questions because we got hundreds of questions. And this is Mm -hmm. one that stood out to me the other week. So, here it goes. How do you tell a friend you don't want to be friends anymore?
2: Mm.
1: Now, when we answered this last time, uh, we got in a good discussion. I kind of want uh, to get into that same uh sediment. Now, most teenagers, Kenneth, when when they come and talk to me, they'll be like asking me that question. I hear this question a lot. And then I tell them, okay, well, uh, what were you planning on doing? And I usually hear like this um just ghosting them, stop talking to them. I'm like, okay, my, how long have you known this kid? My whole life. Okay. They live down the street. Okay. See him at school every day. I'm like, and you're just going to ghost him Mm. and act like it doesn't exist. Now growing up in when you and I were growing up, Kenneth, it's like that wasn't really an option just to ghost people you see every day. (laughs) No, no, it wasn't an option. Or I get the other response. I say, okay, what are you going to do? You know, with that friend, they go, well, talk to my parents, talk to some people and, uh, they told me and and i'm thinking i'm just going to go to them say hey you know what um i don't think i want to be friends anymore and you know you're not a good example to me or um you're a bad influence on me or Mm. for whatever reason i don't like you anymore blah 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 and i said okay so those two answers the ghosting and the you telling your friend you don't want to be their friend and you know telling some pretty harsh information when i hear those i always thank the teenagers say thank you so much for asking me this question and not doing either of those because either of those would have been no right. bueno. because i flip it back on them i ask them, and just you tell me what you think they're gonna say kenneth i ask the teenager I say okay if you had a, a good friend that you've known your whole entire life and if they just ghosted you do you think that would be cool what do you think they they'd
0: say be like, they'd be like heck no
1: heck no they wouldn't want <laughs> that smoke right now that. if i said the other thing i said okay well, if your friend came to you and said, hey, you know, like I know we've been friends for a long time, but like you're not a good example. My parents say I shouldn't hang out with you and, you know, you're this, you're that and just diss on you and say, yeah, so that's the reason why I don't want to be your friend anymore. It's like make it like an official breakup, like like, like you've been dating uh, or something like that. You, you think, like, you, you think you'd think you want to hear that if you're a teenager? Heck no. I'm like, right. come on,
0: man.
1: Exactly. Now, I compare this to if um, this might be a little bit more seems like some girls could usually uh Girls usually, they understand this analogy a little bit more, but I compare it to the analogy of a girl with her good girlfriend. They're trying on outfits. They're about to go out to you know high school dance or they're about to do something where they go out and they want to look their best. And the girl is trying on outfit. She turns to her friend and says, hey, what do you think about this outfit? Now, the friend was already thinking, this is probably not the best outfit for you to wear. Okay? Right. Th- th- this is not the outfit that, that, that you should be wearing right now. But a really good friend knows how to give you that advice hey what's up jason we got jason on the call jason yes perfect timing here.
2: <laughs> we're just I'm uh late. i'm sorry yeah. what did i miss
1: <laughs> no actually we, we we just started a minute perfect ago time. basically i'm just getting into we're answering a question how do you tell a friend you don't want to be friends anymore mm-hmm. and so uh basically um we don't want to ghost our friend We don't wanna tell our friend like, hey, you know, my parents and I, we all decided after an intervention that you're not good for me to be around and that you're a bad influence, you're a bad human being, you're not doing anything in your life. So I decided that I wanna officially break up with you as my friend. That's called too much info and ghosting (laughs) is no info. Right. Right. So just got all you missed was we just got to saying, yeah, Kenneth, if you were a teenager, would you want someone to do either of those to you? Mm-mm. And, and I ask te- the teenagers that come and ask me this question, because this is a common question I get a lot. I always thank them, and say, I'm so glad you asked me this question instead of de- de- doing either of those. Right. Because one is like, you know, your friend your whole entire life to not talk to them and ghost them That's not good. And then mm. to give them like a lecture and talk down to them like you're better than them. That makes it feel pretty personal. Right. So I, I like it to the example of two girlfriends. They're getting ready. They want to look nice. The one girlfriend looks at the other friends. Hey, what do you think of my outfit? the other girlfriend doesn't like the outfit or just knows that it doesn't look good on their friend. It, mm-hmm. A good friend's not gonna be like, that outfit's horrible. You look ugly. Okay. That's not the right approach or a good for like a really good friends. not gonna go, yeah, it looks amazing. And then the mind going, mm-hmm. that color, that, Oh, that's not a good look. Your friend's trusting that you'll give them honest advice, but not mm-hmm. harmful or hurtful advice. Right? Mm-hmm. So I tell teenagers take a similar suggest similar approach. And that approach can sound something much like this. Um, hey, can we talk? Like text them. Hey, can we talk personally? Can we hang out? Like I, I just want to talk to you about something. And it's a very simple pathway to follow. And after I say this, I want both of you guys' feedback on this because I just gave this a couple weeks ago to a teenager. You get your friend away from a group. You want to be individual. You want to be face-to-face so they can see your body language and see you're sincere. Do not say things like, it's not you, it's me. Okay. <laughs> but do not make it per in order to not make it personal, you can't make it like a breakup. Mm. You're not saying I'm choosing not to be your friend anymore because X, Y, Z. This mm. is where I give full permission to use a very good tool that we've talked about in this podcast before. It's called a Trelai.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
1: You want to tell the truth, but you're going to have to lie a little bit within the truth so it doesn't sting so bad. Because we've said this before, the truth will set you free. However, mm. it's going to sting and hurt someone first. Right? right? You're going to feel better like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better that I told you how horrible of a person you are. Now, that person's not going to feel better, right? So to kind of fall somewhere in the middle, it can do something very simple like this get them alone, talk to them one-on-one, say, hey, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but like, if you notice, like I haven't been reaching out to you as much anymore, I've been texting you, I've been calling you, um, we haven't been hanging out that much, especially if this friend's trying to hang out with you, they'll be like, yeah, I've noticed that. It's like, I just want to let you know that this isn't personal. Like, this isn't something like, I hate you as a human being, or I think you're a bad person. Now, usually when this happens, that friend that is not getting your attention anymore. They feel the relationship drifting apart. They know sometimes they've actually done something to deserve it. Maybe they've done something where everybody is abandoning them and they're holding on to you. Cause they're like, no, you can't abandon me too. Well, in this situation, the true lie comes in because you're basically telling them, Hey, I just want to let you know it's nothing personal. Like you and I are one of those friends. If we didn't talk to each other for two, three years, like if I moved away and moved back, like, and we saw each other, there'd be no love loss. It'd be like we just Mm -hmm. saw each other the other day. But then state some factual things. This is the truth part. State some things like, but because of basketball practice and you're not on the basketball team, I'm busy over here. Because of this, I'm busy over here. So I thought about it. The last thing I ever want you to do is think that I don't want you part of my life. I don't like you or anything like that. I just want to let you know that if I'm not communicating anymore, it's nothing personal, just, you know, whatever your reasoning is give your reason and leave it like that let them know here's the reason why your friend will actually believe this and here's the reason why your friend will appreciate this one you're communicating and Mm -hmm. two you actually started the communication nothing makes a, a teenager feel more insecure than when they have to beg one of their friends for an answer to like why they're just not acting the same way anymore Now you, the Mm -hmm. friend, I've had parents say, well, I don't think their friend is a good friend. I don't want them to hang out anymore. And I was the one who told them to go and break up and, and let the friend know that they're a bad influence on them. I said, okay, so you want your kid to have drama. Mm. And this one parent's like, no, I don't want them to have drama. I just want them to stand up for themselves and be assertive. I go, yeah, yeah, that sounds all cute and stuff, but that's not Mm -hmm. realistic. How could you call someone out, tell them that you don't like them, don't want to be their friend anymore. And it just be all good. In Mm -hmm. fact, that person's most likely going to leave that and they're going to be so pissed off and angry. They could start gossip. They could start rumors or worst case, they could be like, hate you, Mm -hmm. see you as an enemy and nothing hurts more than someone you're really close with to feel like that person stabbed you in the back. So that's why I suggest trellize. I'm not saying that I don't think your kid should be assertive and address the situation. What I'm saying is that you got to pick your battles, man. Mm -hmm. Like be really careful to make an enemy out of someone. If you don't want to be friends with them anymore, that's fine, but you don't got to make them an enemy in the process. So some feedback, some thoughts from you guys, because I'm sure you guys have had some of those situations in your own life, right? Mm -hmm. As adults, we go through the same thing. Sometimes that's not a friend. Sometimes it's a family (sighs) member. (laughs) <laughs> and now uh, you have to see them in a couple months at gatherings yeah. and get togethers. And then it feels awkward. You haven't responded in my texts to try to deal with it. Then is difficult. So if you go first and you talk to your friend about it, I think that's the move. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you diffusing the air out of that balloon, man. Because like you mentioned, the first step is always acknowledging that situation. Once you acknowledge the situation at hand, right. And, and kind of explore all the things that led to that point regarding like, Hey, you notice that I haven't been reaching out to you so far and tell them the reasoning behind it. So acknowledge second step, tell them the reason. Right. I'm about to go off to college. We've been boom, 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 dissing, whatever that reason may be. And then to end it off, you soften the blow based on, like, hey, we, we're still going to be friends. We may not see each other, but we're still going to be in communication may not be as frequent as before, but. We're still going to be together, right? We're gonna we're still going to be together, right? And then they're going to agree like, yeah, yeah, we'll still be friends. Cool. So it's like you're acknowledging it, you're giving them the reason, and then you're softening the blow by giving them that July that you mentioned so that there won't be no animosity. So I love the, the, the part in the series in regards to that.
1: Awesome.
2: Well said, Thanks, Kate, Scott. I think, I mean, the July that's a brilliant piece of language <laughs> <laughs> i love that uh, cause and uh <laughs> here's the thing about the trolley I, I i have tried the ghosting thing myself and that's not good i have tried the calling out thing where it's like hey this is the problem and that's interesting. <laughs> that doesn't end well. So That keeps the drama going. That makes drama. Yeah, keeps it going now. It does. <laughs> and, you know, as I'm thinking about all of the examples here for children and for parents, um, I find it interesting that even still as an adult now, I am having this challenge myself, even still with people. And I wish I would have known a little bit more about how to do this when I was younger, yeah. because when I was younger, it was, There was no social media. There was no online anything. It was just a, you don't call them back, you know, or you just exit their life kind of a thing, or you create the drama. Um, For myself recently, I actually had a a peer who's very successful reach out to me and ask if I would write the forward of his book. And um, I have been, I have actually been somewhat hurt by the things that he has done around me to other friends of ours. And so I had to actually face this head on and just say hey look I admire what you've created I admire what you've done I admire what you've become as a man but equally we have we have friends that are similar circles if I write your forward we have a I have an even bigger problem and so I just said I just want you to know I admire what you've got here but I cannot write this forward and I hope that doesn't ruin our friendship but I want you to know that um this is something I I appreciate you've created but i can't be a part of that's a hard thing to have to say to somebody and these are the types of conversations that we have to learn how to have there's a book called crucial conversations that's been Mm -hmm. big hit but i love the trelai concept and especially for helping a kid through that because what happens when a kid sits down with their friend or they don't sit down at all and they start doing this back and forth thing on social media man we have seen some of that in our lives, and that it is get ugly, Ugly. like yep. friends of parents, and this whole thing is just the worst until we have to finally sit down with the parents and the family and be like, let's figure out how we can survive through this, because the parents matter to us, the yeah. kid matters to us, that's a whole sloppy mess, so I love that we're having this conversation, it's mm-hmm. helpful.
1: Well, and, and something too about the lie, because obviously just by the name of it, a true lie, some people will say that they have a hard time. They, they say, well, it's, it's a lie. Why can't I just share the truth? I said, because if you share the hard, honest truth, what you're doing is you're lying to yourself about the reality of people's reactions. You think that you can just say what you want to say and there's no repercussions in that whatsoever. You got to know your audience. Know the mm-hmm. person you're talking to. If you've been avoiding dealing with this person for a while, you know that they could get really turned up really easily. They could get emotional quick. They could, Or they could just go, okay, fine. Go behind okay. your back and just right. make up whatever rumors they want about you. Then it's like, okay, now you're meeting with the friend, uh, now your parents and their parents have to get together. Now it becomes this big ordeal. So what I tell people, like, you give a little bit of true lie or you lie to yourself that you can go someone or deme- uh, diminish the relationship, diminish them, ridicule them, make it personal, and expect
2: that there's not going to be any repercussion from that.
1: Mm. I think that's a bigger lie.
2: Yeah, and you know, I, I, th- go ahead. I think, David, I, I mean, I'm looking back on those jokes that – comedians talk about that are married yeah. and they're like hey you know i i want to tell the truth always but if my wife asks me do i look fat in these pants you know there's a very fine line between telling the truth always yeah and being careful with the person's emotions that you're about to talk to yeah. and so can you say i think you look better in this rather than saying what might be the truth that's a hard thing to face as a man as a husband with a wife let's just say that's that's right. part of like a comedian's joke or routine oh, yeah. it's mm. like a moment of survival where you <laughs> you need to have a true yeah. it's not like every every man tells all the truth all the time and every wife tells all the truth all the time or else we'd probably just be in our house never spending any money never going and doing anything i'm not saying that lies are what it's built upon but yeah. the fact that you need to be very careful with when you go a hundred percent with the the within the conversation,
1: and let's face it, some people, their personality, they're very like, well, they asked me a question, so I answered the question honestly. like isn't wasn't I supposed to answer the question? Those people are job security for me. Those husbands are the ones that I'm just like going, "Oh my gosh, are you that stupid?" I'm like, right. how long have you been married? I'm like, like in that situation when jason presented right do i look fat in these jeans or like fat in these pants whatever it it really does take tact Mm -hmm. but another thing too it's like hey like at what cost are you being so brutally honest with someone right there's some times where you need brutal honesty for example like in highly competitive sports like you can't lie to someone's like, "Hey, you actually made those 7 three-pointers that you airballed. And we're going to just leave you in the game even though you suck right now." Right. Like that, that that lie is not like that lie doesn't benefit someone. These are lies that aren't there's no there's nothing at stake except for the relationship, right? The someone's not going to get fired, someone's not going to get benched from a team, right? These are just so a little added thing that Jason remind me of um, is you don't have to answer the question the way the person asks it so like mm. if in that situation a friend says hey how come you don't talk to me anymore how come you call me back like i thought we're friends i guess you don't love me anymore i guess we're not that close anymore you don't have to answer that question in that situation i'd suggest you reach out to the friend and say hey listen i know that we haven't hung out as much i know i've been getting back to you i know this and that and the other hey can we get together um i just want to talk to you because the last thing i want you to do is to think that i don't care about you or have any love for you I've had people tell me, well, I don't love that person more. I don't care about them more. I say, okay, well, let me put it to the test. If you found out that person, t- like tomorrow you wake up and you get a text, your phone blows up, that person got killed in a crosswalk situation, walking to your school in the morning. So you, you wouldn't be sad. You wouldn't be bummed. You wouldn't be whatever. Like They did you so wrong because they annoyed you by the way that they dressed and the way they talked that you actually don't care that they died. What do you think everyone says everyone goes of course i'd feel bad no you would feel horrible because the day before they died you told them that they were a horrible person you didn't want to be their friend so that's again the true lie is a whole lot better than the hard truth the hard truth can be taken very personal because i'd take it personal if someone did me dirty like that
2: right yeah and i have moments where my you know, my children might have some idea of something they want to do or whatever. I need to give them uh, the honest truths in order to make them go forward. But I can't give them the whole truth. In a lot of cases, it comes back to a few good men and you can't handle the truth. You sure. know, like like that's the that's maybe where we're talking about. Like, there You guys can't whole- see our
1: faces right now unless you're on our Patreon. But uh, you did a very good
2: Jack Nicholson impersonation. there's a whole truth and then there's you can't handle the truth truth. and so you know you think about it like if i was going the wrong direction and on the road while i'm driving down it my wife would have to tell me the whole truth you are on the wrong path you gotta stop and turn around like it's a life and death thing okay versus you know just like hey Uh, how do I look in this outfit? And you're like, well, you know, I mean, I think about myself with my dad bod and I'm sitting on the beach with other dudes with the, you know, the, the, the case got six or eight pack, you know, and I'm sitting there like, Oh man. And then here comes David with his perfect hair and he's all muscly and I'm like, Hey, do I look as good as them, honey? You know, my wife would be like, I love you just the way you are. You are.
1: (laughs) That's, that's real. But truth. see, she doesn't answer the question directly. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. a trap. That's a trap if you answer the question directly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Or it'd be like those old Dave Chappelle. If teenagers listen they won't remember a few good men movie and they'll remember the old debate uh Dave Chappelle jokes. But uh it's like you can't be like, I played the fifth, Your Honor. I played the fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth.
0: <laughs> Dave Chappelle's the goat.
1: Yeah. The goat, for sure. All right, well, you guys, I think we nailed that question. Um, now, I know I kind of took the lead on that one, but that was the one that's hot off the press. I really want to mm-hmm. answer that one because I get asked that question from my own students, not even just the kids that I counsel, but from my own students. And uh, in fact, this one, yeah, this one actually was a student question from last year for one of my students. So obviously can't say anyone's names, but thank you for the person who brought in this question. And um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. And then we're gonna do a couple more episodes so where you can get back on track. It's fall time, it's school time. This is where the rubber meets the road and this is where parents start to go you know what my kids aren't as cute and cuddly when i look at their skyward or their online i see that there's missing assignments <laughs> they've missed classes oh. like how'd you miss your third period when you were there on time for your first period yeah but this is the time of year where uh we got to bet definitely be on our game and getting you guys lots of information and mm-hmm. answers to your questions if you guys want to follow us you can follow me on david Uh, underscore, K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I underscore on Instagram. On YouTube, we're at OG Therapy. On Instagram, we're at OG.Therapy. And if you want to watch us do these podcasts, not just listen to us, you can go to www.patreon.com backslash OG Therapy. And that's our Patreon account. Five bucks a month. You get over two and a half years of extra bonus content that is not on the podcast platform. If you want to follow Jason Hewlett, it's easy. It's Jason Hewlett. W, just kidding h-e-w-l-e-t-t i always like to screw up your name because before i couldn't even spell it uh jason hewlett on all social media and kenneth scott is k give it to him again what is it
0: uh k scott underscore two
1: k scott underscore two we don't have our our man rojo with us we're missing him he he started a a new daytime gig so uh we'll we'll get him back here on the podcast really shortly but until next time you guys just remember When life has got you stressed out, freaked out, and down on your knees, begging for please. You don't got to worry about it. Because all you got to do is just press play and listen to your OGs. Until next time, be cool.